This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Bavarian Style Pretzels. One good thing to come out of Germany. Bum bum. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kiss. And we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. That's right, PrisonDad.com. You can find all sorts of stuff about our five books. And characters uh-huh. and events coming up. Right. On October 7th, we are going to be at the Lehigh Valley Comic Con in Schnecksville, Pennsylvania. Schneckadelphia, as I used to call it. And the weekend after Thanksgiving, we're going to be at ChessyCon in... Demonium, the loneliest element on the periodic table. Just <laughs> kidding, just, it's not there. Right outside of Baltimore, so uh, come check us out. It'll be a lot of fun. But this week, yeah, we are talking about how Nazis, Nazis are jerks! That's right. So, since we are in America, and mm, we are living America. under the current administration, and we have we all saw what happened in Charlottesville, uh-huh. we felt like it was time to level set, not necessarily with our audience, but no. with the world, yeah. that most Americans really do still understand that Nazis are always jerks. <laughs> and there are no exceptions to that, there are no two sides, Mr. President. There is one, and that side is that Nazis are jerks. Oh, Jimmy was such a nice boy. Oh, you mean the Nazi? Nazis should always be punched. (laughs) There should be no prosecution for punching Nazis. Now, now, hold on. There should be no prosecution for punching Nazis. I agree with that. But if we punch a Nazi, do we stoop to that level, though? No, we do not. We are stopping them from the greater violence of which they are very clearly capable. Mm Mm-hmm. Because their entire ideology is steeped in violence and hatred. And being jerks. murdered. Murder. I mean, here's the thing, people. Let's just say it like it is. Nazis are evil, twisted murderers, okay? Yeah. That's that's what you're supporting when you think that they deserve free speech. Don't. don't, insu- don't. They don't. Yeah. So let's talk about um, Nazis are jerks in science fiction and fantasy films. Yes. Starting off with uh, a current series that we both enjoy that's on Amazon Prime called The Man in High Castle. This is a fabulous show, but it's very horrifying. I the first season is very slow. I sat on the edge of the seat that I was sitting on watching both seasons of the show. Yeah. It's slow, but it's also like so horrifying. Like I think they have to sort of build it up on you. So just to give you just a very basic one-sentence synopsis, it's basically um, a sci-fi-based show uh, where it's an alternate history is the whole gist of it. So in this alternate history, the Nazis have won the war, and the Nazis and the Japanese rule the entire world. Okay, but there are ways to get back to an alternate reality, which some people have been able to find during the show, and they sort of skip into different dimensions and see how other realities would have worked out. And so there's this gentleman, the man in High Castle, who collects videos of these alternate realities and sometimes of the future of the reality that they're in. So that's kind of how it's set up. But um, it's a it's a great show. It's scary and sad and intense, and it really shows like what would have happened if this ideology came to control how the whole world had to deal, um, you know, with the government structure. So Nazis are all about fear 
and only sharing information with people on a very, very strict need-to-know basis. Um, anyone that's judged imperfect in their eyes, and that's not necessarily Jewish for all of you people who never bothered to study any of this. It's also people who are mentally think, handicapped. I don't think our listeners are the people who we need no, to worry about. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Like, I think they probably know these things, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not just Jewish people. It was also people who are mentally handicapped, gay people, anyone who they considered mentally inferior, African Americans, and they killed a ton of Polish Catholics. Hey, so. it's my blood. Hey, um, did they, they, I mean, and anybody, they wouldn't, they didn't have a problem with anybody who, you know, opposed them either, you know, if anybody spoke out. You're right, they killed that, all of yeah. them, too. Just like Putin does, so. And, you know, Trump trying to get the name of, uh, everybody that's, like, registered, like, anti-Trump, you know, hey, we have a whole podcast called the ba- uh, Sci-Fi Baddies that are just like Donald Trump, and that was yeah. six months before he got elected. It's, Ugh. uh, it's really... So the Man in the High Castle, though, is yeah. it's it's very intense. Um, you know, it's 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 definitely terrifying to watch. It's on Prime. There's two seasons. They're doing a third season. It's a really good show. It's well um, done. But I will say that the first like two episodes are slow as molasses. So, but like most Prime, because Fortitude also, I will say, um, it, these Prime shows, they're not they won't grab you as quick as as uh, Netflix shows do. They need time. It's interesting because. It's a different format, right? I mean, like, we're used to, growing up in the 80s and 90s, you had to have a TV show that got your attention because you were used to commercial breaks, right? You don't have to deal with those anymore. So you can pace a show differently because you're not preparing for, like, you know, to stop it every 10 minutes for a commercial break. That's true, too. Like, Supernatural and stuff that I still watch on linear TV still has those commercial breaks, but a lot of these, like, other shows, they can change the pacing because they're not expecting that you're going to cut off, you know, every 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, just, you know, just a side note. And and to be clear, I'm not upset with our audience at all. I'm upset with what's going on in America. And I think we all are, which is why we need to talk about how Nazis, Nazis are jerks! So along the... Um, alternate history that we talked about Man of High Castle. When I was doing research for this, I remembered something I saw once. About ten years ago, there was a three-part miniseries called The Triangle okay. that was on Sci-Fi Channel. Okay. And this was, like, during a time where there was, like, I think the only real, like, scripted show that was any good that was on Sci-Fi at the time was was Battlestar. I don't... They didn't really have many other shows. Oh, you know what? There might have been a Stargate on at the time. I'll have to ask Hanan. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's the She's master, the expert. Though. Um, so the triangle was a three-part miniseries, and, um, this is where, uh, there was a wormhole emitting from the Bermuda Triangle, sending out shockwaves and, and kind of, like, disrupting time and space, and one of those shockwaves actually showed you, like, a version of America that was terrible and, you know, was, was run by Nazis, you know, right. and it was just as frightening and terrifying as, uh, terrifying as you think it would be. They should, like, so. re-show that so people could see. <laughs> They'd be like... Like, that's, that's the movie I want to watch. Because let's face it, when we talk about Nazis, you know, and you think about World War II movies in general, like, they're always the bad guys. There is no way in which they could ever be the good guys, unless you just hate humans. Now, I'm all for, like, rooting for, like, you know, Vader at the end of, uh, you know, Rogue One and sure. stuff. And, like, there but that's rooting for the bad guy, but that's not rooting for Nazis. Nazis. 
Yeah. Like, there are other perspectives that people could take in the world, and there are reasons why wars happen where they sometimes make sense, even though I hate violence, and that's not what I'm about. But sometimes, okay, like, sometimes it makes sense and it has to happen. But there is no rational way that I could imagine someone aligning themselves with a Nazi viewpoint <laughs> and still imagine them to be a good person. Like, they are mutually exclusive things. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, like, watch some of these movies or read a couple of books. There's I, a book, I, I, The Storyteller by Jody Picoult, that'll tell you some stuff about how horrible Nazis are. Or go to the museum in Washington, D.C., where I sobbed the entire day and a half after I went there because it was so horrifying. Um, yeah, the Holocaust Museum was crazy. So, um, Iron Sky is a... It's like an instant like cult classic, I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Sky is a movie about where when the Nazis lost World War II, they launched themselves into space and have been living on the dark side of the moon ever since. Yes. In a giant swastika-shaped Nazi moon base. It's an amazing movie, and it's really hilarious, and it's really about how stupid Nazis are. Yeah. So if you like silly, campy movies and you hate Nazis... Just watch it. Yeah. Like, you will find something to laugh at because it's really, like... It's just utterly ridiculous. ridiculous. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, Iron Sky is definitely a good Nazi hunting movie. Um, there is a, There either is or it's coming out in Iron Sky 2. I have not seen it if it is out. Uh, but Iron Sky, I know... I think it's on both Prime and Netflix. It's very yeah. easy. It's on, like, every streaming platform ever. Yeah. You could, like... It's, I mean, it's not a high-budget film. No. But it's fun. Yes. And it's really silly, and it just makes fun of how stupid Nazis are, because they are. So we should talk about Captain America, Hydra, and the influence that, um, you know, Hydra has on... Yeah. So, we know that the first issue of Captain America ever, you know, he's punching Hitler in the face. Which is, as you should. That's, um... That's actually, like, one of our podcasts. We used that as the image for for one of it, like, that, Mm -hmm. that cover. I don't know what it was. Yes. So, um... Let's, we're going to speak strictly cinematic cap here. So, in the first movie, we know that, you know, he's off, he's in, in World War II. Right. They're, they're, they're fighting the Germans. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, they, they start off looking for Hydra. And then, you know, when Bucky's taken, and then, then they see the map, and they write down all the locations of the Hydra bases. Hydra is just the, like, the black ops, the science division of... Of the Nazis, right. and they're getting stronger, and they're they're stronger, almost as strong as you know as Hitler's forces, if not stronger at this point. And they're creepy, as. Mm-hmm. With the red skull. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like was that web show that we used to watch that was really funny. Um, Mitchell and Webb. Oh, Mitchell and Webb. Yeah, there's a Mitchell and Webb ah, episode. You should totally look it up. It's really funny. It's about Nazis, and they're trying to decide you know, what side they're on, and, like, the the catchphrase that I loved from it was, are we the baddies? We have skulls on our hats! I have such a and terrible yes, British accent. Yes, you guys, you are the You're baddies. You're the baddies. There's so, no question about it. And then in 2, we find that, you know, it makes sense when S.H.I.E.L.D. was started, they brought a lot of those Hydra scientists on board with S.H.I.E.L.D. And, you know, you think the scientists would do what's right, but they actually were doing what's evil, and those, those... Well, the problem is, if you ascribe to an ideology... Yeah. Like, then you're gonna... That's gonna taint how you see the world, and, and what you try to accomplish in the world. 
So whether you're a scientist or a religious person or a secular person, if you have that ideology and you hold it close to your heart, like you're always going to be looking for ways to further your evil mindset. I mean, Jeff's watching a documentary TV show on the Unabomber right now, and you know it's he, a he's a brilliant guy, <laughs> but he had an evil ideology. Yeah, it, it colored evil. it colored how he used his intelligence. Mm-hmm. So with Winter Soldier, we saw you know the rise of Hydra through Shield, and then Age of Ultron. Sad. We saw the Avengers trying to destroy the final elements of, of Hydra. Take yeah. out those final, like, you know, Hydra bases. Moving on to Captain America Civil War, where we still see some relics from Hydra's days, you know, still just, coming back to they, haunt Cap. Yeah, they just, they used Bucky Barnes and they destroyed him. Like, they brainwashed him and they used him as, like, a tool to, like, destroy people that were against them or could have fought them in some way. It's very, it's all very evil. No. All They're right. A good enemy to have. The Rocketeer like punching Nazis. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. He was like, I'm putting my little pack over here. I'm gonna fly <laughs> through the air and punch some Nazis. Um, yeah, you are, son. I actually haven't seen this since I was a kid. Me neither. No. I should probably watch it again. I bet. I bet Logan would like it, and I bet I like, think my would. nephew, little John, next year when he's a little older, would probably think it was pretty cool. Yeah, Logan, I think would like it. It's a pretty clean film. Yeah. Know? It's a Billy Campbell or yeah, whatever. it's Billy Campbell. Jennifer Connelly. She's yeah, super Jennifer pretty. Connelly, yeah. Like yeah, but anyway, he punched the Nazis, and I'm totally cool with that. Jennifer so. Connelly doesn't age. I know she's like beautiful. It's yeah. not fair. Like, I was watching Blood Wars last night, and also Kate Beckinsale has no wrinkles, and that is not possible. She fits in those little leather she, things. Yeah, she's wearing, like, a skin-tight leather suit. Size she zero. Has, I know for a fact she has, like, a 19-year-old daughter. <laughs> and she looks like that. It's not reasonable. Listen, <laughs> I work a nine-hour day. I don't have, like, nine hours a day to spend just doing sit-ups, all right? Me neither. If I, if I had a nine-hour day to just do sit-ups, and I was doing sit-ups, I'd look like that. But until then, I'm going to eat all the cheese. I'm going to eat some pizza. and not going to look like that. And I have wrinkles. I have more wrinkles than Kate Beckinsale. It's not fair. But anyway, I digress. I'm still not a Nazi. So I'm better <laughs> off than at least those morons that marched in their khakis with the tiki torches. So Tiki torches. <laughs> you guys are idiots. I'm so glad oh, that jerks. most of you tools got fired from your jobs because I would never want to work with someone as stupid. Those as are the best you. memes. Do you know me? <laughs> are you my employer? I was marching Not with anymore, Nazis. Jackass. <laughs> All right, um, so Magneto, right? So Magneto was right, yeah. Um, you know, when we saw we saw more of this in X Men First Class, but you know, it's pretty scary, sad stuff. But we saw it. We also saw it right. originally. So in the beginning of um, X Two, they showed right with Ian McKellen, right when he got well, like, he was like a little boy and he got taken right. away from his mom, right? Right, and that's when he st- and he, he pulled the you know, he pulled the gates off. So that's all we kind of saw in X2. And then mm-hmm. I loved how they gave us more in, in First Class. Because remember, there was originally supposed to be a Wolverine movie and a Magneto movie. Right. Where they were going to tell us like their like backstories. Right. And then the, the Magneto movie morphed into First Class, which, you know, I said on that other podcast, I'm not really crazy about that one. I liked it. It was I, better than Wolverine Origins. Cool. Then again. I liked Wolverine Origins, too, but except Deadpool. That was kind of lame what they did with Deadpool, only because I know who Deadpool really is. Now. Have you seen it since we saw it in the theater? Yeah. Okay. 
I've seen it at least once since then, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the guy from Lost that I love was in it, John and McMahon, I thought yeah. he did a good job. I really thought Ryan Reynolds did a good job. It just, I didn't know who Deadpool was, so to me, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's like a scary guy that can't talk. Well, nope. yeah, that's not who nope. Deadpool is, nope. but I didn't know that because I didn't read the comic, so I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, it's so not my favorite X-Men, but it's still fun to me. But anyway, yeah. We saw so, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon is so good at being evil. He really is. Like, he's so good at it. And I just hate Nazis anyway. But yeah, like, you sort of see how they... So they saw Magneto had a gift, which is... This is a classic Nazi BS. Anybody that has, like, a special gift or anybody that's, like... You know, like, on the strain, Right. Like, they found the guy that's, like, after them and has, like, continued his life for years because he had a gift. And so they used him to, like, you know, create relics for them to protect their evil Nazi BS. And so that's what they did with Magneto, too. They saw that he had a gift, and they were like, well, we're going to exploit him and torture him and do horrible things to him and put him in terrible situations so that we can manipulate him into doing what we want him to do which is probably just to destroy people and destroy things, because that's all Nazis really care about. Um, so, you know, they took his mother away from him and put him through hell, and he finally got away from them, but they scarred him very much. And I'm sure a lot of his anger stems from the experiences he had when he was, you know, a captive of the Nazis. Yeah. So Magneto was ex- exploited and really wanted to turn on the humans that did that to him, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, because, because right, mutant. I, I would hope that mutants wouldn't do that to each other. So let's, you know, while, while we're here, let's talk about the strain. So, yeah. so Trakian was in a concentration camp and he was, a, he was an expert uh, woodworker, right? Right. And so they found him for that. And they put him through hell. Yeah. So there were vampires Vampire that Nazis. were like involved in like the Nazis and the strain, and mm-hmm. like one of them is still with the current master, right? Master Bader, who keeps like hopping into other people. Um, but yeah, you just see how they tortured Strachan, like they made him kill his like best friend or whatever, like just so evil and like you know, controlled him until he was able to, like, sneak away from them. Yeah. Um, to do their evil bidding. And in that case, they were, like, trying to be immortal Nazis, which, you know, the only, the only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. So if they're going to live forever, you know. That's too many Nazis are like, <laughs> so glad I stopped hating. Yeah, no. You know hates? <laughs> Who hates Nazis as much as he uh, hates snakes, though, is, uh, is Indiana Jones. Yep. So, Temple of Doom. Not Temple of Doom. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jeez. Yep. It's so, a whole movie about Nazis trying to get the Ark of the Covenant. Right. Exactly. And then they end up melting. Oh, you're melting. Melty faces. <laughs> Hopefully, you know... I thought that was going to happen to a certain dictator when he looked into the sun this week, too. I know, know? right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm melting! Oh, that would have been nice. If only. I know. But, um... Pence is just as evil. He may... Pence actually may be even a bigger Nazi than Trump, because... Trump is like a puppet, you know? He doesn't make his own decisions. Pence, like, 
actively hates gay people. Pence, like, mess up? <laughs> yeah, when he, like, cut and all that, that funding for um, Planned Parenthood, and it was, like, an AIDS epidemic, because no one could, you know, people couldn't get, had, had didn't have access to, like, condoms and all sorts yeah. of forms well, of Well, he hates women and wants to control them. Yeah. He doesn't like gay people. Cause he's he afraid of women. Pray the gay away, which is complete No, he wants to pray the gay away, and he's, he's afraid of women. Of course, he yeah. should be. That's why because he only... we'll eat him alive when we get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about our Nazi dictators. Um, um, but yeah, Indiana Jones, so, you know, you got uh, the first one and then also the the last one, um, the last crusade with his dad. You actually see... Like, that's Hitler not the last one, Christian. There. Don't forget that the last oh, no, one was... no, no, we're not talking about the Crystal Skull. <laughs> that's not a real movie. It doesn't exist. It's fake movie. It's fake movie. Fake, fake news. Fake, fake movie. news. Fake tan. Shia LaBeouf. Fake news. Um, no, but the, but the last good one with Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, The Last Crusade, when um, they were trying to find the uh, Holy, Grail Holy Grail with that evil Nazi woman yeah. who ended up getting what she deserved by falling into a bottomless pit. Ah! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> She's still following 20, years la- following 20 years later. Fine, maybe. Just like uh, being uh, digested. In, um, Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit. pit. Yeah. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> For a thousand years. I love all the theories online of how Boba Fett escaped the, the Sarlacc pit. Guess what? He didn't. Nope. Nope. He didn't. Nope. He. Got, they got him good. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. I, I, right. I still am so confused about why people think Boba Fett is so awesome. I mean, he had a cool costume, and I get that he was like... The creator of all of the really crappy <laughs> stormtroopers that, that could can't ever shoot. shoot straight. I guess that's a cool thing, but I was thought it was the cheap Imperial weapons. Man. We'll actually get to Star Wars a lot later. <laughs> but next we should talk about how in the final days of World War Two, uh, they discovered Hellboy. You know Yes, that's obviously true. not in reality, but on the but on, in, 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 the, in the show, right, exactly. Yes. So Hellboy came into our world because the Nazis were trying to open up a portal into hell. And they did, but they fell in and yeah. Hellboy jumped out. Yay. And so we got Hellboy in exchange for some Nazis and I'm totally fine with that. Um, I am I so disappointed that they're rebooting this franchise. <laughs> Me too, because I, I honestly, I really like those movies. I just watched Hellboy 2 a couple weeks ago, and I hadn't seen it in a while, and it is still, like, such a good, solid movie. If you guys haven't watched them, like, give them a chance. My mom loves them too, and we totally nerded out when we watched Hellboy together, and, like, just, they're cool. Like, Ron Perlman does such a good job, um... And they're sweet and funny and scary, but also, like, well-written. Like, they're good stories. Um, so, anyway. But, yeah, Hellboy is in the world because of the Nazis, so that's probably, like, the one thing that they did that didn't totally suck. Nazis also hated literature, so they burned books. They burned a lot of books. Yeah, they're douches in every way. I would like to give an honorable mention on this podcast to, um, that'd be to a Red McGimmon and Bullet, who are Nazi hunters. <laughs> If you have no idea what I'm talking about, this is stemming from an episode of Arrested Development where Martin Short plays a guy who was thrown at Nazis and he <laughs> had no use of it. Oh, thrown at Nazis during a radio show and he had no use of his legs. Wow. And it's um, downright hysterical. He keeps going, shoot me! Like, it's a... Uh, <laughs> 
I love Martin Short. Oh, hey, you know, side note, um, Hannibal in the books. Um, yes! The f- Hannibal, the story, his origin story in Hannibal Rising. Um, Hannibal became a cannibal because of Nazis. Yeah. So there's something else shitty. I totally forgot about that. You're right. We have a couple, um, you know, like um, not sci-fi, but honorable mentions category. Mm-hmm. And the first one is The Inglorious Bastards. This is a really solid movie. Um, I know people have me. issues with Quentin Tarantino, but mm. his dialogue is very heavy. But, um, but we, this watch, movie is we cool. write like heavy dialogue. But we, we write do. we write lighthearted dialogue, though. Yeah, know? I mean, but, we write we write our stories because I'm always picture them being like a TV show or a movie. Yeah. So there should be more dialogue and less description. And Stephen King writes very much the same way. It's more dialogue, less description. You don't need to... Readers are going to create their own idea of the place where you are. You have to give them just a few details and let them fill in the rest with their imagination. Um, But to me, like, characters come alive when you hear their voice and you get it right. Right. So anyway, Inglorious Bastards, super cool. Also a little bit of a history reimagined because um, they never kill happened. Hitler in this, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah. He gets blasted to crap in a movie theater um, when he's not expecting it. But um, Yeah, there's a lot of things uh, about this movie that, you know, obviously never happened, but, you know, having a Jewish um, you know, battalion... You just right. to, like scalp Nazis, like you know, this yeah, like, wasn't I, a thing. But I it was loved great. how like campy it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was, it was kind of like a comic book. Like you know, these like angry Jewish Avengers that were going yeah. over there to like get rid of Nazis, but like in very violent ways. And even like the fighting scenes were a little bit like Brad Pitt's you know, dialogue throughout the whole thing was was great. Accent. Yeah. Um, who else was, a, you know, like, B.J. Novak from The Office was, like, one of the guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eli Roth was one yeah, of them. Kristen <laughs> loves Eli Roth. No. And, um... But I'm okay with him in this movie. Yeah. Look, I just don't like torture porn, okay? It's just hostile, just doesn't do it for me. So, not sci-fi, but definitely, um, you know, definitely worth the watch. Yeah, totally. It's such a cool movie, and I love... I mean, I love when Quentin Tarantino sort of breaks the story down, so he has, like you know, three different sets of characters doing things and, like, how they all intertwine with each other. Like, super cool. And it really works to very good effect in this movie. Probably just as good as what he did with Pulp Fiction. Um, I don't know that all... I feel like all of his movies really got there, but this one did. Like, where you were like, oh, that's why they did... Oh, and now they're gonna... Oh, yes, this is gonna be so cool. Right. Like That's how I felt about it, too. (laughs) Uh, The next movie was... I actually was having a long conversation with somebody today about why I didn't like this next movie. And once again, this is not another... This movie is not a sci-fi movie, but since it contains Anton Yelchin and Sir Patrick Stewart, I feel like it's worth mentioning. Yes. And that's Green Room. Right. So Green Room, you know... It's very small violent. shows, um, small punk shows in the middle of nowhere. Like that's, like that was that was my life. It still isn't. You know, now I go in the city more, and the, you know, but that was you know me growing up. And there was always there was always you know assholes there somewhere. Nazis. So um, I don't know if I really saw Nazis per se, but well, ever at it. I mean, skinheads for some reason. Like to go to punk shows, and not they're not really punks. like that's like a maybe like in the like the eighties and like the early nineties, but you know, I think skinheads lost a lot of interest in hardcore in the hardcore and punk shows that I went to, probably 
around the time that I was like 12, 13 and started going to shows. Okay. So That's fair. I never had the problem. Now, granted, there was, there would be like one every once in a while and then he wouldn't yeah, last I mean, long in the show, but... Um, the thing with Green Room here is that this is a club in the middle of nowhere that's run by Netsies. Right. Causing trouble. Um, modern ones. Modern this ones. This is not the 1930s version. 1930s no, it's like, it's like modern day. Yeah. Um, but to me, there was just like several points, and I feel this way a lot of the ways with that, um, with this, this film company that, that made this, because they also made The Witch, and they made like, uh, The Lobster, <laughs> and I feel like... That there's just so many like little things, but they're like, like let me rewrite that script. Yeah, like conceptually, a lot of their ideas are really good, and like, like visually, a lot of it is really cool. But sometimes I feel like their endings are kind of yeah, thanks. Weak, or they go. Too I couldn't long. get the words out. <laughs> like, like sometimes they go, there. like they go too long, and you're like, okay, you really guys should have like stopped this movie like probably 20 minutes ago. Well, I felt that way good. with the lobster when we watched that. It was like yeah. half. There was like. Like, 40 minutes. I was like, if this movie would have ended at that point 40 minutes ago, I was like, I would have been like, oh, that was okay. But it's yeah, still going. it just kept going. And with Green Room, I just felt like it rambled a little bit. Like, to me, like, the most dramatic scene was when Anton's arm gets caught in the door. Yeah. And they basically, like, break it off. And yeah. he's, like, the drummer. And it was so brutal and awful. And it's just, like, it's, like, that stupid, brute bullshit that, like, neo-Nazis and and, like, you know, skinheads are into. Like, they don't think about the people that they hurt. They just want to hurt because they're stupid big bulls. Like, and that that was, like, the only part of that movie that I really, like, saw. And I was like, this makes me so angry. And I know stuff like this is happening right now. Like, some weak, nice kid who's in a band gets beat up by, like, a bunch of morons. Like, just morons who are just angry for no reason. You know... Yeah. And like, come but, on, but you're then not... it like fell apart after that, and I was yeah. like, okay, it kept going on, and I was like, okay, you guys need to like reel this back in, and like, I didn't really understand what Patrick Stewart had to do with any of it, except I guess he owned the club and was a Nazi, but I don't know, like, it was not clear. We owned the club, he was a Nazi, and there was, I was trying to there write was a, a me- story a when I was lab. watching it. <laughs> the meth lab, the meth lab, but yeah. I mean, like, it just seemed so disjointed, and there was like all this long part where they were trying to get away from him, but they were like in the club, but then they weren't. But then they were somewhere else where he was, and I was like, okay, can we just, like, simplify this a little bit? <laughs> yeah, so Green Room, uh, you know, not a sci-fi movie, but, you know, it had not Patrick the, Stewart. Uh, not that was the worst thing me. I've ever seen. I just felt like it was very disjointed, you know? Yeah. Uh, A24, you know, I, yeah, they just need another, like, another round of edits on that script, you know? Um, it'll, with the solid script, you can make a great movie. All right, so, the... Next, we want to talk about Dead Snow. This is just hilarious. Yeah. Like, just, if you like zombie movies and you like to watch Nazis die, like, just, yeah, watch Dead Snow. So, Dead Snow is uh, it's a Swedish Funny. movie where they accidentally uncover, uh, like, um, a Nazi bunker. Attractive skiers. Yeah. Uncovers, like, a hidden Nazi bunker and wakes up all the dead Nazis and Yeah. So the Nazi <laughs> zombies yeah. are now roaming the earth while With they're... their little stupid swastikas and jackboots on. Yeah. Looking like idiots. So they're walking around in the snow while, um, while our heroes and heroines just are... Just them. Skiing. Just kill them. There is a Dead Snow 2, and I, I know I've seen it. And I've seen it, like, to watch. I have not watched it yet, though. I'm going to watch it. I just... Uh, work has been crazy, and 
And nobody's uh, judging you. Yeah. No, I feel like I feel like I owe it to myself. I'm judging myself. But anyway, Dead Snow is a fun time, especially right now. You probably just want to watch some Nazis die, like I do. <laughs> so. So the last thing I kind of want to talk about is um, the impact of kind of like World War Two and the Nazis as compared to um, has Lucas used them in Star Wars. Sure, so I mean, you have, yeah, you have that kind of, like, everyone looks the same. Everybody pretty much is the same person, right? So, um, so the whole idea of having, like, an army of people who, um, just are the same person kind of fits in with the Nazi ideology, where they wanted everybody to look the same, be the same, very homogenous, you know? But guess what? Those idiots couldn't shoot to save their lives, so that's what you get. The all that inbreeding material. and cloning. Um, and that sort of totalitarian, like, authoritarian regime where it's all based on fear. Um, not, you know, trust in your ruler or, like, the belief that your ruler is going to do something to improve your lives or, or you know, keep you safe. But you follow them only because you're terrified of what they'll do to you if you don't. You know, that's, that's very Nazi Hitler ideology of how to rule. Um, so that's, you know, Palpatine and, and Vader, even when he was following Palpatine. You know, you kill people when they disagree with you. It's not a conversation. It's not, you know, it's not trying to strive for the greater good. It's literally like, if you don't agree with me, then I will kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because they can't defend their own ideology, so they just have to destroy anybody that tries to stand against them. Um... So, yeah, I mean, you know, you see this, you see it in Harry Potter, too. All that stuff that the Death Eaters... Yeah, that's what I was going to go to next. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's a very similar sort of type of enemy where it's, you know, everybody has to believe the exact same thing. Everybody wants... So in Harry Potter, it's about pure blood. You're pure wizard blood. So right. straight up Hitler, like your pure Aryan race, which is pretty funny because Hitler wasn't, so whatever, <laughs> but... Yeah, um, you know, blonde hair, blue-eyed, Christian, whatever. You know, everybody has to look the same and have the same beliefs, and anybody that's not like them has to be sought out and destroyed. So. Boo! Pathetic. Jerks! Really pathetic um, and sad. So, but but that's why you... That's why those movies resonate so strongly with people, cause, because if you have a soul and you are a human... You know, you, you want to protect people that you love, and whether or not they're different from you, if they're people that you love, you want to protect them. And when someone threatens that, you know, your instinct should be to, to fight, you know. But, you know, our moronic president thinks that <laughs> the violence comes from more than one side, so. He actually created, he created a group to, to blame it on, too. He created the alt-left. The alt-left, which doesn't exist. There's so no funny, as soon as I heard alt-left, the first thing I thought about was, like, two hippies smoking a bong. Pretty much. Like. That's probably what it is. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, people people that, that came out to, to fight against the Nazis and, and the hate groups that were out marching were just seeking to defend and protect people that, that you know, maybe felt marginalized or, or couldn't defend and protect themselves for the greater good because, you know, diversity and people being different are 
just facts of life. That's, that's what humans are. We're not exactly the same. And anybody that feels like they can only deal with people that are exactly the same as they are probably has some really deep-seated psychological and emotional issues that they need to look at before they point Kristen, at other people. they just have tiny penises. I mean, that's quite possible, too. But yeah, that's all it boils down to. That's really all it is. But, it's, um, it's nothing deep. It's, I, they, feel, I feel sad and sorry for them, but I also feel like I don't want them to have any control over my country or, you know, the freedoms of, freedom. of this country that... Well, we all fought really hard for. So, in summation, Nazis suck. And Nazis are jerks! And if you don't fully understand where we're coming from, please pick up a history book or watch some films. I think they made it this far. They're probably pretty much on path. There's no one sitting there after 40 minutes going, like, oh, what are you talking about? I can't believe that. We were the bad guys in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe people are listening to this with their, like, crazed relatives or something to try to prove a point. So just, you know, trying to make sure we share our perspective. I don't believe any people are all completely and utterly bad except Nazis. And that's all I have to say about that. Interesting. Well, next week we'll be back with another... Silly topic? Probably. I'm trying to get Jeff to talk about Game of Thrones. We could do that. Because the finale is this weekend, so it's going to be a long time before the we see any more. about talking about Game of Thrones on our show, like having a whole Game of Thrones episode, is that like, like it, it's so popular, and if you miss one thing... No, but there's so know, many you... articles out there where people are talking about so many things. Yeah, that's and true, too. And all we're doing is sharing our opinions. That's it. What would we do? The, just the finale? Or would we do the whole season? I want we to talk about what happens next. We, oh. I want to speculate. I would love to... You know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. Let's speculate. Because there's no books out there that cover that's what's what happening saying. next. Yeah. All right. So let's um, let's make a list of characters. And what we And think next happens. week, and we'll talk about every single character uh, that we can think of. And what we're going to see them in you know a year and a half to two years when the new season airs. Yeah. Sounds good to me. But anyway, uh, as of this evening, I hope you all uh, have a fantastic uh, week ahead, and I hope you enjoyed our Please podcast. Please go to our website, prisondad.com. Check out our books. Check out our other podcasts. There's some merch. Check out hot pictures of us, because we're so adorable. Mm-hmm. I have to update that. No, well, we need a whole new website. We've outgrown that thing. Um, and also, may the force be with you, always.